Welcome to the Texas News Podcast, where we dive into all things Texas politics and the future of independence in the state of Texas. On today's show, we're talking about call hub censorship of the TNM and how big tech really doesn't want you to hear the news that affects you about your future independence. Hey, thanks for joining us. Uh, got a lot to cover today and, of course, a little bit of time to get it done. So we want to dive right in. And, look, it's all, it's all important. It's all exciting. Uh, it seems like these days here in Texas that uh, history is being made just by the day. I mean, we're seeing things that, that we have uh, never seen in our lifetimes here in Texas politics. I mean, we've got the issue of the impeachment of the attorney general. We've got a special session, which isn't unusual. But, you know, we're seeing some things that are happening around that special session that look pretty much like open political warfare, something we've not seen here in a very long time. And then, of course, we've got things like the you know county commissioner's courts that are going to be passing resolutions calling for a Texas vote. I mean, it's just exciting times. Uh, I can't I can't think of any other way to put it. So uh, I'm going to tell you what, boys and girls, if if you've never opened your eyes and and looked at what's happening in Texas politics, now is the time to shake off the cobwebs and pay attention to what's going on because it is a rare moment that you get to see history being written. So, you know, that this is, uh, for us, obviously in the T&M, uh, exciting times, but at least everyone gets to share in the coolness now, right? Uh, but let's go back. Let's talk about that special session drama, right? So if you were not aware, uh, the Texas legislative session is, our, our legislature is a true part-time legislature. And our legislative session is 140 days every other year. And so if things don't get done, then the governor will call a special session and give a list of things that need to be addressed, and those must be addressed. Uh, the governor, before the end of the legislative session, indicated that he was going to be calling multiple special sessions. Uh, and so far, he's got one called and in the can, but definitely not going in the way that he wants it to go. Uh, at at uh, at at odds right now, I guess the stakes, the sides, if you want to call it that, you've got uh, property taxes on the chopping block, right? Pro property taxes are what's being dealt with in this particular special session. Although there was more than that for the call, but that seems to be the focal point of the war. You see, the governor has a way that he wants property taxes addressed, property tax relief. Every Texan agrees that property taxes are just absolutely too high here in Texas. And the vast majority agree that they need to be eliminated entirely. So the question becomes, what is the approach that the Texas government takes to either give some relief, because I think both sides want to do that, who that relief goes to, and whether or not it puts Texas on a track for the elimination of property tax. One side, you got the governor, who says he wants it one way. Another side, you've got the Texas House, who wants it another way. And on the other side, you've got the Texas Senate, who wants it done another way. And what we have got is, is a, an incredible, uh, odd team up between the governor and the Texas House at odds with Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick and the Senate, uh, who is taking a, a different approach on this issue. And while Patrick has been essentially 
the darling of the conservatives here in Texas because of the work that the Senate has done, and the House has ultimately been the whipping boy, uh, Dan Patrick finds himself uh, a little bit of an outsider as, as the governor and the Speaker of the House have essentially teamed up to tell Dan Patrick, pound sand, it's our way or the highway. Now, interestingly enough, this has erupted in a bit of, of news, uh, something we've not seen. Uh, I, I mean, I can't think. I mean, I, I, and I've racked my brain trying to think of when anything like this happened. And, and I, I, can't, I can't. I mean, you know, we're not talking about going back into the, you know, the 30s or 40s. You know, we had Slayton expelled from the legislature earlier. That hadn't happened since 1927. But I can't think of any time that, that this has happened. So Dan Patrick, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, calls a press conference and the, uh, the, the entire rationale for the press conference was to essentially publicly challenge Governor Abbott, the sitting governor, to a public debate on their approaches on property taxes. I, I mean, it's, it's insane. Now, I will say this. The rhetoric that I am hearing from Dan Patrick sounds suspiciously like the rhetoric that we heard from him, at least the tone of it sounds suspiciously similar to the rhetoric that he used prior to him challenging David Dewhurst to become lieutenant governor. So next election cycle, I mean, obviously not in two years, but you know, when they end out their four-year term, are we going to see a challenge if Abbott doesn't move on uh, and decide to retire out or, or whatever? Are we going to see? Does this Is this a prelude to a Dan Patrick, Greg Abbott match up in the next governor's race? I don't know. Uh, but it, it does seem very, very suspicious. So, look, all of this special session drama actually has a side benefit for Texas supporters, and, and it's simply this. As long as there is a willingness to call a special session and as long as those special sessions are being driven by a public clamor for action to be done, then there is an opportunity for Governor Abbott to place the Texit question on the ballot. Now, whether he'll do it or not, it's entirely up to him, right? Uh, but let's be honest. People refer to him as Governor Winsock for a reason, uh, and that is he, can, he generally moves with whichever way the wind is blowing. So, you know, the, this is why, and if you listen to the last episode, if you haven't, go back and do that. But this is why this petition campaign is so important, is to have this expression. Yes, it will put it on the ballot in March, uh, but this groundswell that surrounds the petition is important. It's important for people to get out and help collect signatures and spread the word because that public pressure could push Greg Abbott to give us an actual Texit vote, a binding Texit vote in a special session sooner than even the March primary. So there, there are, you know, th this entire drama, this, this back and forth between these electeds uh, actually has some potential side benefits for uh, the TNM and, and Texit as a whole. So, uh, look, stay tuned on that. Uh, you, you're, gonna, you're not going to want to miss a single second of that history being made. But, you know, the other thing that, uh, that plays into this is the recent announcement by the TNM of what's being called the Resolution Revolution Campaign. 
And what's uh, what what the root of this resolution revolution campaign, and, and what makes it so so important, uh, is the fact that the the actual kickoff of it started back October of last year, but not by the TNM. So. Uh, a little backstory. Uh, back in October of last year, there is a county commissioner uh, in Edwards County who happens to be a supporter of the TNM, who decided that in his last uh, last few meetings of being a county commissioner, because he was retiring out, he didn't run for re-election, that he would pass a he would work with the rest of the county commissioner's court and pass a resolution calling for a vote on Texas independence. And sure enough, he did. He, the rest of the commissioners and the county judge, passed a resolution citing the failures of the federal government uh, on a whole host of issues, whether it be election integrity or via the border, uh, or even more fundamental issues like a violation of the recognition of the sovereignty of the state of Texas, the violation of individual rights. Uh, and they passed this resolution. And boom, it, it made some news. It made a blip because... Again, this is a sitting governmental body here in Texas saying, uh, we want to vote on Texas. We believe that the people of Texas should, at a minimum, be able to vote on this issue. So working with him and working with other uh, elected officials that are part of the TNM, uh, we have constructed and have launched what is known as the Resolution Revolution Campaign. And essentially what we are doing is we're looking for volunteers that will uh, work with these elected leaders at the county level and do exactly what Edwards County did. Now, there are 254 counties in Texas. Imagine the pressure that begins to mount if you have these counties passing these resolutions calling for a Texas vote. So uh, the launch of this Resolution Revolution campaign is, is huge. And, uh, you know, as we saw this happen with the Invasion Declaration, uh, resolutions that have really sort of moved the needle on that issue. Uh, this has the potential to do exactly that for the Texas issue. So uh, I would encourage anyone who wants to know more about that to head over to uh, the campaigns page on the TNM website, tnm.me slash campaigns. Uh, check it out. Resolution Revolution campaign is not the only one there. Uh, there are several others, and uh, you definitely want to get involved in those. All right. Uh, look, let's. Uh, it's time to shift into probably one of the big things that's going to make the. It's going to make the news cycle. Uh, I, I don't. I don't have any doubt about that. Uh, there's already some chatter about this going on, uh, and, and, but this is a biggie. And so, if you're new to the the Texas Nationalist movement of the TNM, uh, outside of the Republican Party or the Democratic Party. It is the single largest political advocacy organization in the state, right? You go to TNM.me, you'll see it. Uh, it is, it, it's, it's a behemoth, right? Anyone who tells you that Texas is not an issue, uh, just go look at the size of the TNM. But it is the largest organization in Texas that is solely dedicated to the peaceful independence of Texas from the United States. That's Texas, Okay. And so uh, if you remember, right now we are running a petition campaign uh, to force this issue on the ballot. I mentioned it a moment ago. And you can find out more about that at tnm.me slash petition and go back and listen to the previous episode. But honestly, outside the petition campaign, where we're going to have the ability to force, potentially force, 
the Texas question on the primary ballot. The, the big news that's happening is, is yet again another eruption of the war of big tech against the people of Texas expressing their right of self-determination. Uh, so we'll talk about that, and especially the news that's breaking that a company called CallHub, that pretty much no one's ever heard of, uh, has decided to uh, deplatform the TNM and why that's important. So a little backstory, uh, because this is not coming out of nowhere. Uh, we've talked about this uh, in the TNM. If you go look at the website, you can find it in the news section. This has been for years and years and years. There has been a what I've referred to as a, a cold war uh, where big tech and the TNM are concerned. They they love to uh, mess with us in in not so public ways, right? So, you know, some interesting things to note is we've never had posts that were blocked uh, on any of the majors, right? We've I mean, there's just just a lot that people talk about, about being deplatformed or banned. Well, that, those things never happened to us, but it would always manifest in, in more unusual ways. Uh, for example, uh, you know, we, we would suddenly have to um, renew our advertising credentials, say like on Facebook, uh, or we would, pro, you know, we would all of a sudden see a, a dip, a massive dip in engagement. Uh, we saw, and in, in one, I think, very striking example, uh, is we had members of our national leadership team uh, that suddenly were no longer connected followers or likers of the main TNM Facebook page when they had been for years. And so we would find these things out just randomly. So it was, it was always some sort of cold war, or if they pushed on us a little bit, we'd, we'd expose it, our people would pounce on them, they would relent, okay? Now, that all changed uh, last year when Facebook began to ban the posting of links to the TNM's websites, particularly the Texit section of the website. And, you know, we'll, we'll talk more about that, I'm sure, as we go on, because Texas, or the TNM was the first organization to sue a social media company uh, under Texas' brand-new anti-social media censorship law, which prevents them from doing that very thing, engaging in viewpoint discrimination. Now, one of the things that has always been very hard for them is that we've always complied with everything. We've not posted untrue information. Uh, we've followed all the terms of service. I mean, we've been you know, good, good citizens, good digital citizens, because we want to be able to communicate with people. But Facebook went, went a, a little bit beyond. And so that was the first, what I would consider, eruption of the Cold War into a digital hot war, where they were no longer content with just picking at us and, and being an annoyance. Uh, they decided to show up and they decided to punch Texas supporters in the face. Uh, and in doing so, and there are some things under contention in this lawsuit, uh, but they, they don't deny that they did it, but it's in the manner that they did it that they basically say we can do whatever we want to do. And granted, as a private company, that would normally be the, the standard. But uh, what, what you had with Facebook instead is they are a behemoth. They take government money. And uh, they are ubiquitous. Uh, they have essentially become a public utility. 
So we'll continue with that. But, you know, here we are to the next stage, okay? We were wondering who the next idiot was going to be that was going to sue, that was going to force us into a situation where we might or might not sue. And uh, it looks like we got our answer. So for those of you who do not know who Call Hub is, uh, Call Hub is a company that provides uh, services to organizations and companies where you can uh, engage in text messages with your, if you're a business, your clients. For us, it's our members and supporters. Uh, you can create a, a system where your volunteers can phone bank. Uh, it, it is essentially a digital communication platform primarily geared toward the phone. Uh, not in the same way that, you know, Beto O'Rourke in the last two elections that he was in decided to just spam everybody with text messages. Uh, you know, we it was more peer-to-peer. -peer. Our volunteers would be in the system. They would send text messages to our supporters. They can answer questions. When we got new supporters, uh, people signed up and they opted in. Uh, it would essentially uh, put them into a list in Call Hub where our volunteers could reach out, see if they had any questions direct them to resources. It was, it was a phenomenal tool for us. And, and in this day and age where social media algorithms make it almost impossible to communicate with people, email service providers uh, filter emails and dump them in the spam boxes from people like us, even for folks who want them. Uh, it was yet another tool in our arsenal to be able to overcome all of the communication barriers that are put in, in the you know the in between uh, TNM supporters and us here at the TNM, we want and have to organize, and to do so, we have to communicate. And if we can't communicate, we can't organize. So, Call Hub, we get this email insanity, um, and it just so happens that it happened. The first email came the very uh, day that we launched the petition campaign. Now, I don't think they're related because the email came before, a few hours before we actually made the public announcement about the petition campaign. But but who knows? Who knows what, what precipitated it? But essentially, this is what it says. And, and, and I'm going to read to you what they sent to us. It says, as you might be aware, we recently made our values public. While we were always committed to our core values, we believe making them public was an important step for us as a business. We acknowledge we are still growing in the communications sector, but as we approach our 10th year anniversary, we have made a conscious effort to follow through with our commitment to our values and ethics. Hey, that, that all sounds legit, right? I mean, that, that sounds good. We want people to operate from a place of their values and ethics. So this is what it says. To that end, we have, we have to make the difficult decision to part ways with customers that hold values conflicting with ours. Uh-oh, this is getting menacing. While we respect your right to hold and advocate your views, we also reserve the right to work or not work with political campaigns, advocacies, and nonprofits with clashing work values. I don't know what that means, okay? But here, here it is. Unfortunately, we have to let you go. We realize that this might affect your business plans or result in untoward sentiments. Boy, you ain't just whistling Dixie. Uh, and we are here to talk. Please get in touch and let's have a chat. And indeed, that is going to happen. Okay. So essentially what they, they are saying is, is that their values are uh, not compatible with our values. 
Now, uh, you know, granted, that, that may be fine for some people, but honestly, I think the question becomes, which one of our values do you disagree with? Right? Can we be specific? Because there are no specificities. In fact, they provide a link to the page on their website that allegedly highlights their values, and it's, it's really some of the most generic corporate uh, virtue signal speak that you could possibly imagine. But if you go through there, uh, you can't find anything that really we are incongruent with. Right. I mean, they've got their set of business, but because everything is so generic. So, uh, you know, it'll, it'll be interesting to see from Call Hub what their response is as the news breaks. Because, look, we made the conscious decision when when people decide that they want to do crappy things to Texas supporters. Uh, we don't keep that a secret. Right. We make sure to go shout that from the mountaintops and. A lot of people relent. I mean, they do. They they eventually relent. They you know, it's not coercion. It's some some of them are actually legitimately sorry that maybe they had a misconception about who we are and what we want. Um, but you know, we have one of the strongest codes of conduct in in political in the political advocacy world, right? I mean, if you go look uh, at our webpage, you go look at the code of conduct. There's nothing there. Our our mission. Uh, is essentially the distillation of the right of self-determination, uh, it, it, you know, that is, is recognized around the world. So the, the bottom line here is, by saying this, that Call Hub has essentially put themselves opposite those things that we believe. And in doing so, have shown that they are, in fact, not even upholding their own values. So I, this could be the um, result of some employee. Like I said, I still don't know what the motivation is. I don't know what precipitated this. We have literally been customers with them for years and years and years. And so uh, they have been an integral part of our ability to communicate with Texas supporters. It's been immensely helpful to us. So is it going to cause some, some disruption? Maybe, you know, some. I mean, there are other providers out there. Um, but the, the bottom line is that um, I, I'm, I want an answer. I think Texas supporters deserve an answer. Honestly, I think all Texans deserve an answer. If indeed the work of the TNM is to advance the independence and the sovereignty of Texas uh, and, and you know all of those things that come with it, and these people are essentially saying they stand against that, uh, then I think they need to answer some hard questions. So uh, this is going to be developing. This, uh, this entire situation, uh, I do believe, is going to be just insane by the time it's all over with. Uh, their, their values, uh, if, you, if you look at their values, I mean, literally what it says, they stand for truth, honesty, and truthfulness. Um, okay, so is that the one? Transparency. Well, me telling everyone what they did is pretty transparent. Uh, diversity. Uh, well, if you look at our if you look at our code of conduct, it's very very clear uh, that we view Texans as Texans. This is a movement for all Texans. Inclusivity. Uh, the supporter base of the TNM demographically is more reflective of the demographics of Texas as a whole than either major political party. Kindness. Uh, you know, we, 
we're, we're kind. I mean, that's just the bottom line. We're, we're kind to people. Uh, we're kind to one another. Uh, fairness and opportunities and rewards. Uh, listen to that. That's meritocracy, right? Uh, I mean, so you, you go through some of these and, you know, action on climate change. Okay, well, look, that's your business. You know, that's not us. It's not our issue. But if that's what you want to do, go get them, Tiger, right? I mean, so, I mean, it's just, it's just ridiculous. And, you know, when they talk about, um, you know, who they are and what they strongly get, whatever, right? Um, that, that's, that's their business. But I, I, I don't believe that they're going to be able to show concretely, not that they have to, that the TNM uh, is, is incongruent with what it's in. Look, if it is, so be it, right? It's so be it. They're, they're a private company. They can do what they want to do. Uh, they can kick us off the platform. They can, you know, they can go woke. Well, apparently they've been woke, but they can go woke and they can be like some of these other people and go broke. Uh, but the, the bottom line here is, is that much like for the rationale that we sued Facebook for saying, uh, essentially equating us to ISIS or Al Qaeda as part of their rationale for removing those links, uh, we're not going to tolerate slander. And if if Call Hub is is essentially saying that we are something that we are not, ban us for who we are. I don't care about that. We stand on the mountaintop and shout it. But if you're going to kick us off your platform, you're going to be specific. And you you better be, be better be ready to back up your words, okay? So I want to know, I want to know what the value is, I want to know what it is. You tell us. And so look, uh, this is not just about the the T and M uh, at war with big tech. This is really a, about you, uh, about you as as uh, whoever you are. If you're a Texan, if you're outside of Texas. It's, it's about you. We can go out here and do battle all day long against these guys, but we cannot do it alone. And so, uh, look, if you're tired of being censored by big tech companies, even if you don't even know who Call Hub is, get in touch with them. Go, go hit them up. Um, you know, go hit them on social media. Go hit them on, uh, send them an email. But get in touch with them right now and tell them to stop censoring the TNM. Uh, you can go find them over on Twitter at Call Hub. I mean, that's easy. And on Instagram, they're at Call Hub HQ. Uh, go comment on their post and tell them this is not going to stand. You know, we we don't appreciate it. Um, you know, if you hate us, hate us for who we are, not who not for who you think we are. Okay. All right. Well, look, uh, just a few updates as we get ready to wrap up this episode of the podcast. And, and I must admit, I am enjoying this time we're having together. Uh, but here, here's a few. Uh, a reminder on the petition campaign, I have already mentioned it several times before. But look, if you are in Texas and you're a registered Texas voter, be sure to head over to tnm.me slash petition and sign the petition today. Uh, we have 180 days, not anymore, but we have 180 days total to get uh, 100,000 signatures to put it on the Republican primary ballot and about 55 to 60,000 to get it on the Democrat uh, primary ballot, which, by the way, is very shocking to uh, Democrats that we're offering a Democrat option this time. Uh, hopefully, the chairman over there, Gilbert Hinojosa, um, well, I, I hope it upsets him. I, I don't. I don't get along with him very well. He doesn't like us. 
and then, of course, look, uh, and I would encourage anyone out there, uh, as the petition campaign wraps up, um, I, I am on the road an awful lot already, but as the petition campaign wraps up, there are going to be more and more opportunities for you. If you don't want to sign the petition online, if you want to connect up with a certified petition circulator, uh, there are going to be plenty of opportunities to do that on the road, right? Um, we have meetings everywhere. I think it's one of the most shocking things for people, not just the number on the front end of the site, but when they go to the events page and they see everywhere where the TNM has something going almost every single solitary day uh, of the year. I mean, we always have something going on. So uh, I would encourage you to head over there to tnm.me slash events and check that out. Uh, be sure you plug into one of those. And so I'm going to remind you as well, uh, we've got more announcements that are coming and uh, we'll be covering them in later podcasts. But if you want to stay connected to all things, uh, TNM, be sure you head over to TNM.me and register your support. That way you can get on our email list. But hey, this is a podcast and I need your help, right? Uh, so here's what I need you to do. Uh, be sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. So far, as of the recording of this podcast, we are ranked 90th in government out of 100. So top 100 in government, we're ranked 90th. But look, guys, we can do a lot better. You hear me say all the time, uh, quoting Article 1, Section 2, all political power is inherent in the people. You, as one of the people, have the power to get the word out there to help us dominate these things. I've never seen our Texians lose an online poll. But just think of this like a poll. Go go leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Go, handle, go do your download, subscribe, do everything you got to do. Help us drive this thing to the top and get in the ears of more Texans. All right, uh, that's going to be a wrap. Thank you for tuning in to the Texas News Podcast, sponsored by the Texas Nationalist Movement. To learn more about the Texas News Podcast, Texas Independence, or the TNM, please visit tnm.me.